The fact that this guy's crushing grandmother is so sad. <laughs> Look, man, that's all he knows how to do is crush. What do you guys think her valley was? Actually, never mind. She was traumatized by a woman. We get it. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so I got a topic that I would like to discuss with you guys. What would you want to be? A vampire or a werewolf? Vampire. No question. Oh, God. Okay, werewolf. before, before we talk about it, I do want to bring down some things. So vampires is just the typical vampire. You know what I mean? You can't uh, sunlight. You can't go into people's houses unless, you in, unless they entered in. I think that's a bullshit rule, and I'll push back on that one every step of the way. But <laughs> continue. <laughs> you can't go into someone's house unless they invite you? Yeah. Dude, it's a typical vampire thing. Have you never heard of this before? Uh, no. It's like one of the shitty vampire rules. I like it. It's really good. I it's mean, D&D also has it too. I'm just saying. Hey, man, what are you doing out there? I don't know. You just didn't exclusively say like you have to come in. Yep. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, just it's a hanging thing. out. Um, and then um, what's it called? So sun. I'm going to say sunlight. We can we can exclude the inviting thing. Um, sunlight. I think you have hypnosis as a vampire. Dude, I don't care. Put whatever rules you want. Vampire, done. Okay, okay. I'm just saying as a werewolf, uh-huh. because werewolves are kind of bullshit when you think about it, but you only have a course. You only get to change one time. I'm saying you could be a hybrid. Have you guys watched uh, Big Wolf on Campus? No. Came out like, but it's like no. you, you become like feral during the full moon and just attack whatever, like. Yeah, just 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 uh, chain me up in the basement, dude. It's not yeah, that Yeah, it doesn't difficult. work that well. I've seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm so glad that we think about Buffy when uh, vampires are really <laughs> ugly in Buffy. I thought you wanted Oz to be like was a, a werewolf, vampire. dude. Werewolves are awesome. Also, I'm I'm, I'm big werewolf. Angel and Spike are vampires. Okay, my man. All, all I'm saying is, you being a vampire, you can't walk your dick. You need blood, and blood doesn't go to your dick, right? So you have no dick energy. So I don't see Wait. no reason for being a sexy vampire. Show me in the D&D characteristics on Monster Manual that you have to that you can't get an erection as a vampire. Dude, you no, need blood. As a vampire, as a vampire you have the the skills of thaumaturgy so you can manipulate the blood on your own. Okay. <laughs> so it doesn't matter how old you are as long as you have things to pull out of your ass volume one featuring Chris. I don't think that's how that works, Owens. Listen, I'm I've saying, never seen true blood, but I bet those vampires are real fucking horny. Uh, I'm just saying, it just makes no sense because like vampires don't have blood, so I don't understand how the dick works. Now I'm just saying, as a werewolf, you're the master of doggy style. Ew. If, <laughs> Did we just I waste th- three minutes of really our lives joke. while you tried to work your way to that joke? <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to my first anime. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm a big werewolf guy. I fucking love werewolves, but it's one of those things like being a vampire, you kind of like, you kind of got, you kind of stacked. Although, not, eat, not able to eat garlic is kind of bullshit. That's mm, like actually, one of yeah, the, I'm out, werewolf. Uh, well, yeah. vampires can't really eat anything. That is mm, true. true. But this is not a podcast about vampires. This is a podcast about anime, if it's not clear yeah. by now. Until we do, what is it, Vampire Hunter D or Helsing or that's it. Those are the only one. Those are the only vampire anime, I think. Anyway, if this is your first time <laughs> listening, I apologize. And 
Uh, this is our podcast where we talk about anime and I get tired of explaining our concepts. I'm Chris Bailey. <laughs> Hello, it's Salvador, also known as Monkey. And my name is Anthony Vaught. And welcome to our new arc where we have picked, well, technically I have picked the anime known as Pet on Amazon. Uh huh. <laughs> That's all I got, fam. Just introducing the new Okay, art. great. Uh, uh, I've seen some anime. Monkey has seen lots of anime. Anthony has not seen very many anime. Uh, oh, you make that part. I see. Yeah, because it, the more we do this, the less and less uh, sustainable our name is going to become. Tell you what, this will be the last one. Unless we do something really popular. What are you huh? talking about? This would be the last time we introduce that 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 stuff. Oh, who cares? I don't I don't care, man. Um, but in the interest of contri- keeping our name contrived. This is our first fully complete manga adapta- adaptation we've watched, I believe. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh-huh. It's only 12 episodes? Or 13, yep, uh, the manga's 14. only like five volumes, I think. Not chapters, volumes, whatever that That's means. That's dope as fuck. And yeah, everything, every other adaptation we've watched has not been complete. Or it's been, like, of a book or something. Sure. Okay. Um, I mean, what about Steins? Is that one complete? Oh, uh, that's off a visual novel. Oh. Yeah, this is manga. FLCL? Original anime. Okay. Cowboy Bebop? Original anime. Mob Psycho? Not done. Devil's a part-timer? Not done. Also <laughs> visual <nice>. novel. <laughs> is this your way of just <laughs> reminding everyone what we've watched up until this point? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of what we've watched up to this point, we've had uh, quite a bit of time to indulge our anime minutes, which I fucking squandered. Uh, I have played a decent chunk of Near Replicant, which came out recently, and man, that game's real good. Still, only time I will say, if you're not doing the English, you are doing it 100% wrong. The English cast, especially uh, Laura Bailey and Liam O'Brien, are so good. And apparently the English version of the original one was recorded first. And then the Japanese one was like censored a bunch, like intentionally as, as like an artistic choice. So if you play it in the Japanese, you don't get Laura Bailey calling a magic book or whatever a shit hog and a little bitch. And... <laughs> That sucks. Uh, also watched all of, or maybe the rest of, if I haven't ever talked about it before, Nietzsche Joe, and I kind of miss Nietzsche Joe already. It took oh, about... you finished it? Yeah, there, there were some parts, like, I wasn't that big on, like, Hakase and that stuff until they got the uh, talking cat. Sakamoto really stepped it up there. Uh, but Nietzsche Joe is really good. It's really fun and comfortable and adorable. And... <laughs> Everything being so fucking overdramatic all the time for no reason is great. Uh, I think that's actually it. Castlevania season four hype. I'm still rewatching Taskmaster because it's a fantastic show and everybody should watch it. I'm watching Sorted Foods. I don't know if you guys watched that, but it's a bunch of chefs doing stuff. It's like two chefs and three normals. And they have this uh, nice little thing. It's called a recipe relay where they uh, one person uh, cooks food for 10 minutes but no one else knows what they're cooking. And another person swaps, uh, swaps the person out, and so they have to figure out how to cook it. And they decide whether or not if the food turns out good or not. 
after like five people. It's very interesting. Besides that, so um, actual anime talk. I am almost done with Jujutsu Kaisen. It's okay. Really, that's all. It's okay. The fight scenes are fantastic, though. God damn, did they up the anime budget in, um, in that. I did finish High Rise Invasion. Not good. It's just simply not good. Uh, just too much fan service for my liking. And um, also another, not anime, but watch Invincible. Really good. Superhero show. Amazon. Watch it. It's so good. And read the comic books afterwards. That's I'm done, Anthony. I got nothing. <laughs> I think he was watching One Piece. Uh, no, I I was watching One Piece. I well, I still am watching One Piece. It's just been on hold. We had like two weeks off, and I got my new house finally, which needs some remodeling done. So I've been doing a f- like almost either playing video games with you guys or on there. That's about it. Um, and then like the show I had been watching was uh, Shameless. I finally decided to finish it all because I only got to like season nine. So I'm uh like one episode away from season 10 and then after that i'll pick back up but i haven't had a lot of free time to even watch that so but yeah not a whole lot all right so let's talk about pet oh also this is the first time we we are doing an anime no one has ever heard of so that's exciting for us i guess uh originally a manga by ranjo miyake uh it ran from 2002 to 2003 and then was Adapted in 2020 into an anime by our old pal Sadayuki Murai, who we may know from Perfect Blue and Cowboy Bebop's Perilla Foe and one other episode that doesn't matter. Which I'll be honest, this is the exact reason why I picked this one. Real quick run through of our cast. Also, no dub on this one, but we have Hiroki is voiced by Keisuke Ueda who didn't have any other anime roles I recognized. Apparently, he's just like a singer and real actor and does a bunch of theater. But he had a bunch of theater roles for theater adaptations of anime, which is very fun to me. Oh, really? That's that's actually pretty that's funny. Kinda, that's kind of, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Uh, we have Sukasa, who is voiced by, voiced by Kisho Taniyama, who is Kitan in Gurren Lagann. And Jean Kerstein in Attack on Titan. We have Satoru, who is voiced by Yuki Ono, someone you guys should know. Does anyone remember Yuki Ono? Sounds extremely familiar. He's the best character in the series he's from. Gonna have to be more specific. (laughs) Megan in Mob Psycho? Uh, No, he's LCL. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, As well as Josuke Higashitaka. Oh, hell yeah. That's fantastic. I should know that, that name. Although I'm bad with names. We have Hayashi, who is voiced by Yasuyuki Kase, who does Morgans in One Piece, who has probably appeared in literally one scene, but he's a fucking news bird, so that's great. Uh, Katsuragi is voiced by Shinsuke Sakuya, who is Kashiwagi in the Yakuza games. Jin is voiced by Mao Ichimichi, who is the titular Luluko from Space Whatever Luluko. Oh, so good. So fucking good. Uh, She is Minori, the possessed girl from Mob Psycho. Ron, 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 is voiced by Koji Yusa, who is Ichimaru Gin from Bleach. Uh, Old Nier, not Old Nier, Adult Nier from Nier. And the company president is voiced by Nobuo Tobito, who is Melioron in Hunter Hunter, Suzaku in Yu Yu Hakusho, and Captain Gordon in Disgaea. 
Um, which I don't think we've met the company president yet. Everyone else, I believe we've met. Yeah, that sounds right. So let's jump into episode one, The Crushers. <laughs> we open on a mother being concerned about her kid watching anime over and over again, which I understand immediately. <laughs> immediately attacks the fan base i'm just gonna say right now i fucking hate this drawing style so much really i liked it yeah i actually like it no this drawing style style is always like the to me like always the fuck up drawing style if you get what i'm saying nope it's like you know the anime is gonna like be really messed up if you if you use this drawing style oh like, yeah i, I know oh like mean. all like in your head shit yeah it's like gantz and um perfect blue it's it like, looks just normal enough. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't like this drawing style. And that's only because I know what kind of category this drawing style is used for, if you get what I'm saying. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, we see this kid just watching the same anime over and over again. Clearly has some sort of mental shit going on. Um, we get some stuff from, like, the mother's internal monologue. Like, his dad is shitty. And she's like, ah, oh, maybe I'll commit suicide. That'll get back. Actually, you know what? Let's uh, let's pop this in here. Hey, we don't know what we're getting in he- into here with Pet. So if you haven't watched it yet and are listening to the podcast first, weird. Second, <laughs> got to go ahead and slap a content warning on this one for probably lots of shit. Yeah. Just go ahead and just look up a content warning like list for Pet and check that out before going further. If you think anything may be a problem for you. <laughs> Did you get oh well, so in my mind, like based on what was going on, I, I don't do you think that she actually said like I'll just commit suicide or do you think that was just in his head and that's what made him start fucking no. so my, launching okay. himself into the f- table? No, so the thing is is um what's good, the guy is able to read people's minds or not read people's minds but feel what they're feeling. Mm-hmm. Sure. And so and so he feels that his mom his mom wants to commit suicide so she can get back on the father. And even if it's not like literal her having those thoughts, it's basically like that's the emotional energy that she's putting out that he's picking up on. Yeah. Gotcha. I'll subscribe to that. Yeah. Which is why he slammed his head in the thing is so he can try to stop it from ha- like happening and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I was just wondering if you guys thought that that actually happened or if he was just like imagining it or feeling it, I guess. Because before he starts slamming his head, she says that and we get a fun little shot of her body exploding <laughs> to a bunch of pieces. And that's what he freaks out. Yeah, this is where he likes he cuts her own head off and something like that. Is that what? Yeah. Is that the part? Yeah. Which that shot brought me in. I was like, okay, if we're if this is if this is the kind of shit we're doing, let's go. And this is where I would turn off the anime right here. I don't need. I don't. I'm not like a big gore person, but like that quick flash, all the psychedelic stuff, love it. Yeah, no, that, that wasn't. I don't think there's any gore in this. It's all PG-13. Yeah, easily. Soft PG-13, probably. Um, We cut out to a guy smoking by the bathrooms, being a little dick. Tall guy. Super dick. (laughs) Yeah. Which I'm going to go ahead and say right now. uh, I get it's what they're doing with the characters. But so far, this show's treatment of women is strange. To say the least. And there's one female character in the voice cast... But so far, I think all she's done is, like, be in love with Tsukasa. So. Oh, wait. Is she the one with the fish? 
No, she is the like the Chinese one, I believe. Oh, when the by the Pizza Hut. Yeah. The yeah yeah. Okay, I don't even know who you guys are talking about, but okay. Yeah, she comes. She's she gets one scene so far, I think, or maybe two. But it, I'm really gonna have to see what they what, where they go with this. If this okay entire. Yeah, I'm gonna series. go ahead and give my my bold take. Okay. And feel free to disagree. I'm sure you will. Uh, but I. At least, I think I would believe that. Unfortunately, I can't prove this, but most of the, a lot of the shit is going on in the heads, right? When they, when they're all doing the women stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to believe that that would change if this was written like ten years from now. If if people like tip like you know people responded better to women in general, you know what I mean. It's not an excuse, but it's like a. That's just what's going on in that person's head, so that's how that they're viewed, right? When they go into uh, Kenji's head, right? When they first met at the strip club, that's how he, Kenji views women. Yeah, yeah, right. That's what I mean. I, I get like that's what they're do. They're portraying the characters that way, but so far every character has is has suffered a trauma at the is is a man who has suffered oh, a trauma at the hands true. of a woman. And yeah, I didn't even think about like, that. All, every time of, uh, I mean, the, the ones at the fish shop are fine, I guess, more or less, but like. Right out the gate, uh, Katsuragi is like being a huge piece of shit to the female nurse, um, and and then yeah, it, again I get it's what they're doing with the characters, but yeah, the series yeah, no, is gonna I have to give a, a a good why everything is that you know yeah yeah you yeah 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 okay because like. I don't know. I just thought the character was just a dick. I mean, he's dick to guys too. So no, like, no, no it, it's not. Just, it's the whole. It's everything so far. Um. We went into what three minds and two of them were ruined by women. I think all three were. <laughs> oh, all three, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. The mom for uh, our boy, um, fuck Saruto, and Satoru. then uh, yeah, Satoru. Uh, uh, Kenji had some shit going on at an early age with his mom or sister. Who's Kenji? He was the Jamaican guy. Yeah, I. Well, he had his whole other thing. I don't. Oh shit. I don't remember. We'll get there. It's probably in my notes. Yeah, and then in uh, I N U I. I'm not. I'm not going to pronounce that. Yeah, Inui. He uh, his shit was definitely women based. Yeah, woman based. And uh, Katsuragi's too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all like, and especially with like the very clearly, like mostly homoerotic sexual tones that this show is given off. Like, what? What are we doing? Like, jumping ahead here. Sukasa's <laughs> face at the end of episode four. Wait, at oh, the end okay. of episode four? Yeah, dude, his face when he uh, get when he's looking at Hayashi, and the whole dynamic to up uh, between him and um, God, what is his name? Hiroki. Oh, Hiroki. Yeah. At least, especially in the first two episodes, there is like definite, like there's some shit maybe going on here. Will they even make a comment about it in the show? Yeah, I mean, uh, it seems like the pet stuff is the focus in my, unless I'm missing, well, no, no, seriously, like, it seems like, like, the person who is, like, your pet or whatever, like, just looks up to you. Yeah, it's, uh, at this point, almost, like, yeah, that's, that's the vibe I got. I don't know if it was romantic or not. No, but it was definitely, we were definitely supposed to think at some point that it could be, and they're still definitely using a lot of, like, imagery is used to denote romantic or sexual interest in 
anime. So I just kind of took it as uh, it was us, to use us to relate that way, except like take the sex part out. And that's how yeah, pets maybe. feel about their <laughs> owner. Uh, I don't like saying that. <laughs> and that's that's kind of the way I look at it. Is, yeah, totally. I, I really didn't get any sexual attention from them. It was just all playfulness or like, I just want to be with you, like attention-y kind of. You didn't get yeah, any sexual stuff, huh? I mean, when Ken, in Kenji's mind, we got sexual stuff. Yeah, I was about to say, let's see how quick I can change your mind. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's in Kenji's mind. I don't believe that that's what Hiro, uh, Hiro, sorry, Hiroki. Hiroki and Tsukasa. But that's that's the interesting thing, though. Did they make him think that? Or is that something that he thought on his own? Because they're the, they were messing with his mind. Yeah, I'm sure that he thought about that. Hmm. Because, I mean, they, they can make them think stuff, but they, he still has to have those memories. Yeah. I'm just saying this show has a weird focus on a very specific kind of trauma. <laughs> and boy, I hope it does not mess up because that will be real uncomfortable. <laughs> there goes three episodes of our podcast down the drain just because of the finale. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, tall guy comes and gets Katsuragi smoking piece of shit. Uh, Katsuragi drops a line where he says like, Hey, don't pull your endoscopy trick, which <laughs> what? Um, yeah. Which I, an endoscopy is like a throat thing, right? Um, it, it's just, I think it's just a, some, putting something in somewhere, like just in general. Okay. Some more sexual stuff. God damn it. <laughs> uh, endoscopy is the insertion of a long, thin tube directly into the body, t- ah. typically to observe an internal organ or tissue in detail. So like that line, I mean, I, maybe it'll come back. I have to assume, imagine it will. I think but. it was just a, um, I honestly, I thought it was just a jab at like what they do. Right. Cause they just, they come into the body to observe the mind. Oh yeah. I guess, I guess that makes sense. I thought he I was actually going to do something. And then they were, in, they were in like a doctor or a hospital. So they, they just used a term that would, you know, be punny. Ha 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 ha. Uh, tall guy sees, Satoru and is like, hey, that kid is probably one of, he might be one. Uh, He goes and touches the kid and goes into his head and they chill and talk for a while. We learn that kid can make doors to everywhere. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we get a brief explanation of how like the sharing memory stuff works. Um, They go through the door and they give us a brief explanation of images, which is like whatever. Uh, and they tell us about peaks and valleys, peaks being like the happiest memory someone has and a valley being the worst memory someone has and how the two need to exist in order to like have a person basically. Uh, and we get the intro. Uh, I think he also just right before the intro, I think he also says, uh, already like keep your, keep people out of your peaks and valleys. Yes. Cause they can destroy them. Yeah. Is the implication. Do you know what the wind spirit story is? No, no, but that's, I think that's, uh, 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 what's his name? Hayashi. Yeah. Hayashi. I got to write that down. I think that's just Hayashi's, uh, avatar or whatever when he goes into the, right. Isn't he the wind? Yeah. He's the wind. And then he also mentioned his Mr. Matasa already, which I believe we found later on is like his keyword mm-hmm. or it becomes Saruto's keyword. Yeah. Satoru For his use. carrier pigeons. Yeah. 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 And I think I think Hayashi also uses it. I think at this one he doesn't have no good memories. He has no peaks when he's yeah like he younger. yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. This is really sad. Mm-hmm. Well, all he does is watch anime. Of course, he's not going to have any peaks. <laughs> wow. 
Okay. Also, we did forget to talk about it. Um, let's go. Kitsugagi, wherever it is. Katsuragi. Katsuragi. <clears throat> he is smoking. Now, remember, kids? Um, smoking no. makes you 10%. No. Here we go. No. We don't need to do this. <laughs> All right. So, the opening. <laughs> uh, Chono Tobu Suiso, performed by TK Ling from. Oh, no. Performed by TK from Ling Tosie Sugure. Any thoughts on the opening? I think it's pretty cool. Fucking bot, bro. I'm in. I love wherever this fucking singing is. It just sounds fantastic. It's already on my Spotify, guys. <laughs> and I watched this shit today. And it reminds me of um, Tokyo Ghoul's opening, if anybody watched Tokyo Ghoul, which probably no one has. But it has that same um, voice. Oh, the sound of that voice was I just love. I don't know what to call it, but I just like it. Um, also, the Cho no Tobu So. Is that what you were saying? Yeah, Yeah, that one. Uh, I think it translates, because I was looking at this stuff, trying to find the name of the song, as to the tank the butterfly flies in. I believe is... I can't guarantee that translation, because it's from Wikipedia. Well, I mean, it makes sense, based on stuff we've seen, I guess. Butterflies. Uh, Yeah, I I don't think I'm as big. I'll watch it again, because I liked it, but I was trying to barrel through these episodes, so I think I only watched it once. Yeah. Watched it all four times, baby. I was in. Uh, we come back out, and there's two kids cleaning outside of a restaurant or something and screwing around at their bar job. We learn a guy named Yokota left a while ago. He's going to fucking Bali. He, yep, he went to Bali. Guys, <laughs> um, I don't want to go to Bali. Don't, I don't want to go to Bali. Is this where we get it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, these kids are screwing around, and this is where we kind of get the first thing of, like, they get... They're like wet shirts and Kenji comes out and yells at them about like, hey, we're not running the gay bar. Go change your wet shirts, which, again, mm. very, uh, very specific focuses in this show. <laughs> um, we learn that Kenji is doing some shady jobs for who we learn is Katsuragi. He goes and he j- does the job. It doesn't really matter what it is. And he forgot his spare key. Oh, no, that was one thing he should not have forgotten. Yeah. So he goes to go put it back, and he's like, oh, good. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. can we, we guys forgot to talk about. So, Katsuragi, like, to ask him to put the spell key, they switch cars, because I don't know what the reason is, but they switch cars. And when he gets the spell key, did you guys see the fucking key ring? How fucking dope that is? Like, it comes apart, like, you trust it apart, put your key in, and put it back together. I was like, this is dope. Where the fuck is this key ring at? Like, fuck the ones that you have to open up. Have you checked Amazon? <laughs> no, I'm going I'm right now. But I don't know how you look these things up. Do you just look up key ring and see if you find it? Like, I mean, that's is it one key way ring to do with it. a lock? Detachable key ring, probably. Maybe no, it had detach- like a little screw on it. No, he's talking yeah. about it. it did look it did look interlocking cool, key ring. I don't know. Maybe but I don't. Know. I don't think I it's. Just, a- <laughs> I just wanted to talk about a fucking key ring. Like that was like literally the best thing that has happened to the show in the last four episodes. Over here, like man, this mind stuff like going in is pretty cool. Sounds like the fucking key ring, guys. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I fucking love the key ring. I want mm-hmm. one so bad. Fucking two pieces of metal with a screw attached to the end of it. Yeah, Let's exactly. go, baby. Anthony what is knows? this fucking magic? How could they come up with such a wild concept? <laughs> um, he comes back. He's like, oh, it's just Katsuragi. That's cool. He's going to come out. And he ducks back because oh, that's Yokota hanging out. His in best the, friend. Yeah. He's supposed to be in Bali. What's he doing here? Uh, he's pretending to drive. Clearly fucked up. I think it is it Satoru here giving him instructions. Probably. I can't quite remember. Either way, I like this bit where he's giving him the instructions. 
and he's like, hey man, <laughs> something about drive fast enough and keep driving here and then you'll reach the sky. Yeah, yeah, you just gotta, as soon as you come out the tunnel, just hit the gas and you'll, yeah, reach the sky. Uh, clearly that does not happen <laughs> and Yoko just speeds off a cliff. <laughs> Followed very closely uh, by Kenji himself. Yep, trying to stop him. There was something with counterfeit bills. Maybe important, maybe not. Who knows? Um, yeah, so I remember that. And then um, <clears throat> I guess this is the part where they revealed that, like, that was so dumb of us to, like, put the body down there. Yeah. Um, next to the where we dumped the counterfeit bills or something like that. He's like, of course they were going to find it. I, I think that was around this part. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Which, honestly, I think it was just sounds like just a botched job previously. So maybe it's not too important, but. Yeah, who knows? It gives context to what's going on. We see Katsuragi is watching through binoculars and gives Kenji a call. It's very clear that everyone knows everything. <laughs> everyone knows yeah. what's going on. Uh, and we cut basically straight to Kenji meeting with Katsuragi and trying to threaten him. And Katsuragi does not give a fuck. He's like, yeah, dude, <laughs> someone else made these same threats. And man, he did go to the police. That was kind of a bummer, huh? <laughs> so I do want to talk about the scene beforehand. But when Kenji's like fucking running away, dude, I, I was like, I don't know what this anime is, but I just know this anime is just not going to be, like, fun. So I'm, like, fucking tense out of my entire mind. I'm wondering what the fuck is going to happen. Is something going to, like, come out of nowhere and kill this guy or something? Like, I was just waiting for something to happen. And when that fucking phone rang, like, I jumped. Because I was, like, (laughs) I was already, like, I was already in there. And I'm, like, fuck this show. Like, oh, my gosh. My man was on edge. Yeah, I was already on the edge, like, already. <laughs> but yeah, you guys can talk about um, the whole police uh, thing. He, he flicks his cigarette, Katsuragi flicks his cigarette at Kenji, which disintegrates in midair, and then weird stuff happens. <laughs> you think that's the thing that um, made it into his mind? Huh? You think the uh, the cigarette flick is the one that makes it where he is able to enter the guy's mind? Um, they, they have to do something because you mean in the later yeah. episodes we see them like you mean they, uh, they I think do it something. they typically have to touch them it seems so the, the cigarette flick was probably just like a distraction they did also say though that uh the um like people have those emotional locks right uh-huh and then the the more person like is the more emotional someone else is like the more easier they are manipulated and then they even said when they were doing like the inception shit when they had like six people touching each other mm-hmm. uh it was like i don't or i won't need to touch him because he's just or cuz you know he's kind of willing you know kind of thing yeah so i i don't think you necessarily have to touch people who are more feeble minded in terms of i guess the emotional stuff cuz they they did try to address that whether or not it landed with everyone, uh, it was pretty diluted, but... Yeah, that makes sense, actually. Because even Hiro... Uh, fuck. Hiroki. <laughs> Thank you. Hiroki was like, yeah, I'm just real weak. My luck's gotten a lot worse later on, you know? Oh, he says that. I don't remember that at all. Because you were asleep. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is our first like bit where we get someone distorting someone else's mind in real time uh, before we really fully know what's happening. Uh, he has the key that he was trying to get back, and he he has called in the crushers. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, we get Sukasa, who I actually don't think gets a name until like episode two, <laughs> at least. <laughs> but he is talking on the phone to one of their clients, and <laughs> I wrote right here, other guy sucks. 
Hiroki? I fucking hated Hiroki in the first episode. I'm like, oh my <laughs> god, is this what we're doing for this whole series? Fuck this guy. He Man needs like to take it weird... down like four levels. Did he seem like a weird tsundere off the brip? God, the more the more and more I like um understand this character, the more and more I hate this character. Really? Um, interesting. Yeah, I, I actually did like a hard switch. Uh by episode two, I was in on Hiroki. I actually do not like any of these characters. These characters are like I don't know. I, I want some goodness, and this show is not good. <laughs> I haven't seen a single happy thing yet in this show. Yeah, I'm not. It's like it bogs me down, and it's going to bog me down when I watch the rest of these episodes. There's one happy thing that we will talk about when it comes up. Even though the key ring was up there, I'm just saying the go. key ring was. Yeah, up we'll put though. the key ring in your peak. And we'll put the rest <laughs> of the show in your valley. Yeah, exactly. Kenji, meanwhile, is making his plans to run away to Bali. <laughs> I feel like I've seen this before. Katsuragi does some expositing to Satoru and then puts out a cigarette in his soda can. What a <laughs> dick. Yeah, right? Yeah, this guy is so bad. Uh, and this is actually where we learn, hey, this is Satoru, the kid from the beginning. Oh, I knew it was the kid. He he looks the same. I'm like, yeah, oh, but did I mean, he, he was very close. Uh, I needed yeah. the scar. I don't think I saw the scar the first couple times we saw him on the for- on his forehead. Yeah, I don't know if I did either. And then once I saw the scar, I was like, that's that's our boy. Uh, Kenji has come up with a genius plan to actually go to a- L.A. and not Bali, uh, even though he's saying he's going to Bali. And then he opens a letter and it says airline ticket to L.A., not Bali. He's like, oh, no. His phone rings and an eyeball appears on the wall. Fucking love that. Uh, I think Hiroki starts licking Sukasa's chest. And Kenji freaks out and he's like, what, dude, I'm just fixing his phone. Chill. And I, I know it's probably like Kenji's mind did that, yeah. but I really want to imagine that they were like implanting the thoughts and stuff that he was seeing. So one of them went and made them see that. And the other one later was just like, what the fuck, dude? What are you doing? <laughs> they had to talk about it afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's my head cannon. I guess I think the, the, this next, uh, I guess, hallucination is probably my favorite so far. Guy with the headache. Yeah, was, he's like, yeah, man, I think I got a headache. And then like he's looking in the mirror and behind him is Hiroki. And he's like, you know what the best cure for headache is? He just fucking shoots himself in the head. Yeah, that's pretty so, good. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. I think that's when I signed up on the oh, I was on board with the series. <laughs> I was completely out of board. <laughs> uh, Kenji tries to make a break for it, but gets restrained. We learn that these two are the crushers. We cut to Kenji at the bar serving Katsuragi. Everything seems chill and our crushers leave. And we get our ending, which is Image by Meme Siren. I haven't watched this one just because Amazon just... Yeah, you gotta be on, on your episode. shit. Yeah. Um, I like it more than the opening. This ending really? fucking rips, dude. It's, it's the best awesome. ending we've had. So I have to, mm, okay, I have to it's the it. okay. second best ending we've had. To what? Real Folk Blues. Okay, you're right. You're right. It is the second best ending to Real Folk Blues. Fuck, I forgot about that one because I was going to argue this is the best ending we've heard. I was ready to fucking say it and then I remembered <laughs> Real Folk Blues. All right, I'm, gonna I'm in the same carriage with you still. Yeah, I just go look it up. It rips, dude. I don't know, yeah. dude. I really do like uh, Hayoka ending it's fantastic the hyoka endings are okay it's garbage dude no, it was okay. a joke <laughs> they're okay 
I had to think and I was like, I don't think it was because I don't remember it. <laughs> and we just did that one. Uh, the animation accompanying it is also pretty cool. That's the one good thing about the show is the animation is really good. So where, where were you guys after episode one, I guess? Confused. Don't like it. I, I was, yeah. <laughs> Single words. <laughs> this is the way I looked at it. I'm like, okay, uh, after episode one, I'm like, okay, I understand it. It's Inception. They're putting, they're like, they're putting thoughts into people's minds. So when uh, Kenshi showed back up, I'm like, oh, they basically like told him to forget or they did something to him to make him where he does not remember what happened the previous day is the way I looked at it. And I was like, and like I said, the first episode, I was tense to it the entire time. Was looking to episode three and four, I should not be tense because it wasn't super suspenseful yet. Maybe if we get on to the later episodes, it is. But um, that's about it. I was, um, yeah, I was just confused at the beginning because I was trying to remember character names and they were throwing shit at me like peaks and valleys and crushers and they're the, the images and the all the stuff. So I, I was just hanging on for dear life. <laughs> You'll get there. I, I'm definitely at that point with an anime where like, these are peaks and valleys. These are the crushers. I'm like, crushers. Got it. <laughs> got it. Got it. Yes. Thank you. Uh, but uh, just for me, I was, I was intrigued, I guess. Um, I wasn't really confused because this is obviously a show that is intending to like obfuscate and, you know, slowly meet things out. So kind of, uh, I was picking up what it was putting down, ready to see where it was going, except again, fucking hated Hiroki. <laughs> Uh, but let's go to episode two, Views of the Peak. I felt pretty dumb Why is at that? the very beginning, episode two. Uh, you know the studio with the motorcycle thing? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought that the first episode, I thought that that was the, like, the beginning. There's some motorcycles involved. And then I went down <laughs> to like write motorcycles. <laughs> and when I looked up, we were starting and I didn't see the fucking studio. So this time I was like, okay, motorcycles again. And that's all the studio. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> God, I wish you had never noticed. And if we, we got part with your episode one, you're like, hold on, wait, we didn't wait, talk about the motorcycles. Yeah, where are the motorcycles, guys? I wonder if they're going to come back later. Yeah, I bet. Uh, actually, that's a really good point. Why does no one drive motorcycles in this, in this show? This show is very motorcycle driven. I'm surprised no one drives a motorcycle. Cause you gotta have a uh, gotta have all your like secret talks and stuff inside the back of a car. Yeah, dude. I guess you are. Um, we get to see what happened with the crushers and Kenji, and this is where Hiroki says he doesn't like being called uh, a crusher because they mess with people's peaks and valleys. And uh, Katsuragi kind of bemoans. He's like these fucking kids and their new way of doing things. <laughs> get off my yeah. lawn. <laughs> Except that's exactly what they did. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, no, they, they, no, no, no. See, so what crushers are supposed to do is go in and fuck up your peak and or valley so that your brain collapses and you die. To make basically. them like Yakota. Yeah. yeah. No, I understand that, but they still crushed it in the sense. But they still mess with the mind in the valley. Yeah, they just use, they just use more finesse. They didn't crush, though, is the point. Like, it, it's crush, be, a crusher isn't an apt term for what they did. Yeah, I know it's. I'm just saying, these guys are crushers. I mean, this, they made this guy a slave to the company without him knowing about it. That's very crushy to me. Um, I don't think he works for the company anymore. I think he just runs his bar. No, he no, he works for the company. He continuously works for the company because yeah, he, he was, made it like that. He was doing the um, 
They was literally doing the job earlier, right? No, they made him. They made him work for the company because um, what's it called the blind hell kid um, Hiroka fucking tells him tells his um, tells his master. I'm gonna call them masters because I don't know what the other way is called. But told his master, hey, we should not be doing this. D- this would make it where he's a slave to the company because he's partnered with um with the dick uh, Kasun guy, whoever his name is. Katsuragi. Yeah, Katsuragi. Remember, there was that whole conversation right there, and the black hair guy, was, his name is... Um, Sukasa. Sukasa. Yeah. Sukasa, he's like, this is the only way we can do this where he doesn't get crushed. But it's still, you're still putting that guy, you're still making it where that guy is like a slave to the company now. But he seriously thinks his one good memory is with this uh, person who's an awful person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, they manipulated the fuck out of him, but at least he gets to live. Yeah. yeah. And, and that that's the whole point. It's like a difference in ideology. Yeah. I'm saying it's still bad. So it's like. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It that's is. the way I look at it. Yeah. It is. Yes, it is bad. And then Hiroki immediately won me back because he told Katsuragi <laughs> that he ain't shit. He immediately stood up to Katsuragi, uh, sent him into a memory of Yokota with uh, Yokota's Valley with like the stomping feet and basically fucking Katsuragi is terrified of this kid as he should be and I love this dynamic that is quickly emerging between like Katsuragi and everyone else where Katsuragi is like this guy's nothing and yeah. Tsukasa is clearly like the big dog but even Hiroki isn't afraid to stand up to him because he knows that he's the one with all the power here. Yep. Tsukasa proposes how to deal with Kenji, which we kind of already talked about. Um, <laughs> and Hiroki makes Katsuragi pretend to smoke. He <laughs> changes his mind so that he yeah. no longer smokes, but he pretends he's smoking. And unless, he's on Sal's cigarette. team. It, may, it makes him cooler, but now he's actually saving his lungs. No, it doesn't, though, because Hiroki's <laughs> line is like he's pretending to smoke a cigarette. What a fucking idiot. Is it that so lame? Yeah, I don't know what you talk about. I tried to tie back into it. Listen, my knots aren't that good. Okay. Listen, that's knots? that's a knot we don't need. <laughs> um, Katsuragi eventually kind of gives in. Is like, fine, do whatever you want. Goes and <laughs> whines to Satoru, like, yeah, these stupid that's kids. Exactly what he fucking did. Take me back in there. Let's do it my way. What an this dude's such an ass. Yeah. So Katsuragi has very limited abilities, or none at all? Uh, he has limited, because remember, he did the stuff to Kenji. That's what I thought. Okay, so he's just very limited. Okay. That's what I was trying to wrap my head he's around. He's got big bit. middle manager vibes. Yeah. He's the guy who got a pr- promoted to assistant manager and has not moved in 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind of obviously, right? <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, back in Kenji's place... The other two are linking up and going into Kenji's memory. And we get this great looking sequence with Hiroki turning into a big old fish <laughs> and swimming through the ocean while Tsukasa is a little bitty water spirit. Just a droplet. And also love when Hiroki changes back. He's always like part fish for a little bit. He's like a little fish man. <laughs> Which you uh, find actually is, uh, drains him apparently. Yeah. Uh, Sukasa tells Hiroki that like, hey man, you're getting really good at this. I'm such a little guy because you're too fast. I can't keep up with you. <laughs> uh, we get that weird bar scene, which uh, is where Kenji met Yokota. He's like on a date with someone who previously dated Yokota. <laughs> and again, some 
<laughs> some weird women shit. Some weird women shit that seems to serve no real purpose. Did you fuck him? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, we did. Like, what the hell even is this? I mean, the, like I said, this is the only part that I had saving grace for. I was like, I mean, this is inside Kenji's mind, so that's how he views women. Yeah, but like, why? I, I don't know. Let's like, what can't the, go through the rest of his mind? I don't think we're get. I think we're done with Kenji. Yeah, yeah, probably. But like, there's li- like they could have not done that. It would change literally nothing. Yeah, maybe yeah, I was just an attempt at comic relief that doesn't work well with the American audience. Yeah, maybe. And I, I don't know. It. I think it's just kind of the overall tone all taken together makes this scene play especially sure. weird. Yeah, I did not like this scene whatsoever. Because like the the other women walking around the, the I guess the assumed strip club or bar, like one of them was literally a blow up doll. Yeah, like we get it. These people fucking suck. But come on, <laughs> what are we doing? He beats up Yokota. Then like, oh, okay, we need to go check his peaks and valleys and see what's going on. Um, then they kind of explain the rules a little bit, and I actually do really like it because a lot of times with like memory manipulation stuff or mind manipulation, people just go in and fuck with whatever they want and everything's cool. But here, like, no, we, if we change something, we have to make sure it makes sense. Otherwise, their mind collapses. Yeah. Like, it all has to work with each other. Yeah. And then they become crushers. But if they <laughs> decide to fix it, they become... Nope, diet, diet crushers. Thank you, Anthony. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, Katsuragi... <laughs> Same great taste, no calories, <laughs> diet crushers. <laughs> Way more sugar, though. Uh, Katsuragi has Satoru take him in. Uh, we get a quick explanation of guard, which Anthony kind of talked about earlier. It's like, oh, yeah, this dude's like, he ain't got no guard. I can just pop on in there. Did you talk about the fact that um, Hiroki? Hiroki. Yeah, Hiroki is actually like a um, better than his master. Yeah, sort of. Which, I mean, we kind of get the sense that that's a thing, right? Yeah, with Sara- uh, Satoru as well. Yeah. 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 And I'm going to go ahead and guess here that Hayashi shared his peak with Sukasa as well, and Sukasa is probably stronger than Hayashi. So I, I wonder if it's just like a thing of whoever you share your peak with, whoever you effectively sire, I guess, is just like stronger than you. I mean, I guess that might work. But uh, shit, what's his name? Satoru's door is not working. Oh, no, it's jammed. <laughs> and we pop into Kenji's Valley, kind of hang out there for a little bit, and they finally bust in through the door. Katsuragi's like, ah, yes, I'm here. Time to fuck shit up. And Hiroki's not having any of it. Turns into a big nope. fish and it eats everybody. And injects <laughs> them all out of Kenji's brain. God damn. The fact that Katsu- Katsuragi, he is such a dick. I fucking hate this guy. Like, these two people are trying to fix this guy. Even though, I mean, you could easily just crush them and it doesn't really matter. Although, I guess they're saving a human being. So, I guess that matters. But, like, the fact that he does not trust these two people or, like, just wants to manage them is so annoying. I hate this guy so much. My favorite part of this podcast is Monkey discovering levels of morality (laughs) (laughs) mid-sentence. I fucking hate Katsuragi. Yeah, Katsuragi. I I hate him in a way I kind of like, though. I mean, yeah, I hate him in the fact that, like, they gave me someone to hate. Um, Oh, I hate every one of these characters. That's fair. (laughs) I think I'm going to vibe with uh, Tsukasa. Oh, boy. Tsukasa. <laughs> nah, um, we'll talk about Tsukasa. Yeah. I, I, Tsukasa is interesting. No, Tsukasa is a fucking evil person. Yeah, probably. I didn't say I was a good person, guys. Yeah, no one ever thought that. <laughs> All right, Hiroki, calm down. <laughs> I just want to be friends with fish or something. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> I want to um, open up a fish shop that makes no money. <laughs> well, he kind of sucks. We'll talk about his business practices too. Fish and fish. <laughs> it's called fish and fish. Yeah, that was my peak. Fucking fish and fish is the greatest name for a store I've ever seen. And I, dude, I was legit thinking about it too. Like, why is this called fish and fish? Okay, they sell fish. What else is it? Like a restaurant too? No, nope, nope. it's just a fucking just fish fucking store fish. called Fish and Fish. Fucking love it. So good. Um, we learned that this is the first time Hiroki has done that. Mm-hmm. That being eject people from someone else's mind. We learned Hiroki's peak was given to him by someone else like Satoru. And we go back to Kenji's peak where they devise their plan to switch Yokota's role with Katsuragi's role. And we get a scene of he basically replays the memory, the conversation they have of like, my <laughs> brother is dead too i guess they deserved it for being better than us huh i should open a bar (laughs) Uh, it was pretty easy uh while this is all playing out hiroki is just like nah fuck this and leaves hiroki even though they managed to save kenji still kind of conflicted about what they did i mean they have the whole conversation that we talked about the he's like i don't like the scenario he's like well this scenario is to make it well he lives instead of dying wherever it is yeah. And hmm. I'm just saying from my point of view, it looks like the um was it Sukasa? Yeah. It was like the good guy in this, and then later on you find out that he's the bad guy in this too. So maybe he made things happen like that so the guy is a slave to the job. That probably is what happened. This is what uh, I get from from episode three and four. I don't think Kenji matters. Um I mean actually Sukasa explicitly says he'd do anything to keep Hiroki as a pet, basically. Yeah. That and that's that's the point I'm talking about. Like Oh, you mean Hiroki. I thought you meant Kenji. Yeah. Uh what, what last couple quick things on episode two. I like how they imply that we it, like this has been like this for a little bit since they've changed Kenji's mind or brain. And him and Katsuragi are friends now, and Katsuragi like pops by and is like just hangs out with his friend that he made through mind powers. <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, I just fucking just let him have this, guys. He needs it. <laughs> and so I forget who, but someone points out, like, dude, are you, why are you smoking an unlit cigarette? Oh, it was Kenji. Cause Kenji's smoking again. Oh, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. And then he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Which later he's smoking again, like real cigarettes. So it, it shows like the, this stuff can be realized, I guess. Yeah. And Hiroki expresses that he basically wants out. Anything else on episode two? Um, the the peak animation is fucking beautiful. When mm. they go to it, is so beautiful looking. I love all the colors for Kenji's peak in the water. Yeah, Kenji's peak. Yeah, in the water, it just looks amazing. Pretty nice. When they put the animation budget in, though, it just looks amazing. And I, I like how it looks. Yeah. Um, and actually kind of to that point, something I noticed but didn't write down is like the Kenji's original peak is like absolutely stunning and gorgeous. And just like I forget what it is, but they had the petals falling down. Too. Yeah, there's a bunch of petals falling and stuff. But yeah. when they switch it to be uh, Katsuragi, a lot of that stuff is gone. It's still like a nice sunset and good landscape, but like all the petals falling, all the fanfare and mm-hmm. stuff is removed. So it's almost like a lesser peak in a way. Yeah, because it's not his own. It's fabricated. Mm-hmm. So of course, of course you can't, um, I mean, the way I look at it, of course you can't make 
a better pick than the original person made it. Wonder if my boy Satoru can. <laughs> I just want to say before we move, I think episode two for me was like easily the best one of this batch uh, and strongest, and it brought me in. Uh, episode two bought enough goodwill for me where I'm interested now. I think I was still figuring stuff out, but uh, actually after episode three, I was in. I'm still not in, you guys. I'm still not in. We'll get you there. And we will take a Twitter poll of how many people are shocked. Oh, wow, it's zero. <laughs> <laughs> it came in real quick on that one. Episode three, Jobs. We open on the fish and fish. Which we already talked about. Uh, Katsuragi is smoking again. Sukasa is going to keep working despite Hiroki not wanting him to because Hiroki wants to go legit. He's done. He's going to sit here and hang out with the fish. <laughs> and, but before he leaves, he's like, Hey man, don't go, don't link up with Satoru. Okay. <laughs> and he's like, sure, man, I promise. Uh, we cut to some people leaving like a cabaret and then Inui dragging a bat along the ground, Rex them with the bat. <laughs> I was just going to say, man, the fucking the sound that the bat was making while he was walking toward the group of guys. Mm. It was like perfect. I don't know if you boys have dragged bats recently, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every day I go and drag a bat. It depends what you what? mean by drag bats. <laughs> oh, dang. The podcast is over, boys. <laughs> uh, yeah, he beats the shit out of all them with a bat. We get a meeting between the Yakuza and the Chens, who are like a uh, Chinese organized organized crime. Now, it could be the Chen group. Yeah. yeah. It could be... Um, is this our first anime with Yakuza in it? Almost certainly not. Can't be. I mean... I feel like there was... A, was there a Yakuza in, in Devil's Apart Timer? Like a Yakuza? Oh, he bought... It was off screen. He said he bought a gun. Yeah. From the Yakuza or whatever. Or, so it was a mention, or but Mob we never Psycho? had a character. Were there Yakuza and Mob Psycho? I don't think I don't so. Think so. I think this is our first, like, where we see characters from Yakuza. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> They're going to rip their shirts off and fight with dragon tats- <laughs> tattoos on their back. Not yet. We're not there yet. They, oh, Hiroki has some customers at his fish store, and my man... <laughs> Has clearly never run a business before because he's like, hey, these fish are so cheap, so you'll buy a tank and then have to keep buying (laughs) other fish. (laughs) And one of the girls is like, why would you tell us this? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But the other girl is like, I'll buy your guppies anyway, but I already got a tank, fucker. He was like, oh. Yeah, I love that he explains it like "Ah, this genius manipulative tactic that he's explaining because he clearly feels bad about it and that it blows up in his face anyway like it just doesn't work (laughs) do you think he feels bad about it i think he feels bad about manipulating people i don't think he feels bad about it i just think he has really bad common sense i think it's a little bit of both he doesn't want to feel like he's cheating people you know okay i guess i just didn't think of it like that uh the guy is like i can't wait to feed it to my turtle he's like i'm not selling to you kiddo uh the girl comes to buy some fish he flip Hiroki flips a coin and says uh his her boyfriend is ugly to which he gets uglier at uh from her perception and they all run off yep and this is when I realize this guy's a piece of shit Hiroki yeah I mean he's fine 
No, he he literally without anybody like without anybody telling him he manipulated this girl's mind so she does not um go with her boyfriend. Well, yeah, Uchi the boyfriend was gonna feed Turtle some of his fish. It doesn't matter because he's, he's selling fucking fish. It's not like the person at the pet store is like, oh, I hope you don't bite these fucking mice because I know you're feeding these mice to my pet snake. That's why you put on there, not for snake sale. I mean, kind of like actually to your point, though, like you're not wrong, but also Hiroki, at least mentally, is kind of a child. Like this is still bad. Yes, it is bad. It's It's not not that bad. it's not. No, no, no it's certainly fuck? not good. No, it's so bad, dude. You fucking up somebody's mind just because you don't like the fucking person. Okay. Comparatively speaking, all he did was make her ugly when they've already like ruined Kenji's life by getting rid of his best friend, and then like Sakasi or next this episode right here is going to fuck up Inui so hard. And you think this is bad? The fact that they do this to an innocent bystander without like a he didn't even think about it. Like, he does this to a random person. You don't know how the relationship is. She could have been with, like, the person that she's meant to love. Like, it could have been like that. But... Nah, this guy was a dick. I mean, it also could have been he was beating her. (laughs) We can do could have been all day. No, I'm just saying, though, like, you do not have no authority to do this to a bystander. Sure, but I don't think it's bad. But, but But the point is, like, this isn't... He didn't consider that kind of stuff. He, he he viewed it through the lens of, like, a, a child. He did something he saw as inconsequential, something small and effectively meaningless. He's like, oh, this guy's a jerk. I'm going to get him. And not in a, any way that, in his mind, will hurt him or anybody. He's just going to be like, hell, your girlfriend's going to think you're ugly and maybe dump you, stupid. Like, he's not, he's not trying to be, like, a fucking criminal mastermind. He's being a petty child. Brings up another point. If all that changed was his looks and she left him, literally ran away from him, I don't think that was a destined relationship. I don't know what point you're trying to make, Anthony. Is that uh, she was only dating him for the looks and not his personality? Yeah, except when when the guy's like literally like trying to talk to his girlfriend and she's like, get away from me. It's kind of messed up. I don't know. I just I don't think it's as bad as it seems. Katsuragi is meeting with Joe. Zoe the Betrayer. Is that what he's called? I, I don't think so, but he's the one that betrayed, supposedly. Oh. Uh, he blows off the other guy. And we get this weird shot of a guy with long hair and a catatonic young girl, which I guess they come back later. Still don't know what's going on there. Sukasa goes and meets with Inui. Inui. And knocks over a glass saying like, oh, it's smoky in here. And Inui goes to catch the glass and we hard cut to his memories, which I love this tactic, too, of they always create some sort of distraction to, to get in an on excuse them. to touch. Yeah, him. it's never like, oh, look, they're going to do this like weird fight where he tries to touch them or this like big elaborate trick. It's literally just like make big noise person looks because <laughs> that i mean yes that's what would happen oh uh, yeah we kind of skipped the scene earlier but one of my favorite lines was uh after he had beaten up everyone and then they, they had like a little small meeting he was like inui you did well and he's like i did well <laughs> but yeah let's take us down this fucking this path yeah so ultimately his memory is 
he was abused by his mother and dressed like a doll and had a real shit childhood because he was and I guess like sold to men, probably. That's the interpretation I got. Yeah. I mean, they basically said that the mom was counting money and she's like, this yeah. is how much yeah. money I got. Yeah. And she was weird, too. She was like, and he even knocked up my daughter or whatever. Yeah. I was like, this is fucking weird. I do not like this. I don't think you're supposed to like it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, I'm not going to say I liked it, but I get where I know he's coming from. Yeah. Although, again, it is just kind of more women building stuff. on that stuff of <laughs> where are we going? <laughs> yeah, we don't need to dive too deep into his memories. Oh, uh, we see a thing of him getting his bat. Uh, and there's some weird fucking like some mysterious guy there. Uh, Sukasa's basically determines like, OK, um, <laughs> somehow this other guy is tied to this memory, not the person that should be. That's weird. We learn about using valleys to hide your peak, and somehow that makes it easier for the, the people like Satoru and Hiroki to more or less exist as normal people and around other people without, I guess, all like the intrusive stuff that they had to deal with before they got their peaks. Mm-hmm. What, what I got from that basically is that they've got a fuck ton of valleys. Like they just collect valleys. And put them around their peak like a goddamn tower defense. Yeah. Which that could be fucking Wait a second. Hold on. At some point. Yeah. This this could be like you guys also saying like, yeah, you're an idiot. You didn't pick up on this. Can they pick like other people's valleys and put them in around their peak? I have no clue. I mean, it's just memories. So I guess you, they could just make a memory of their own of visiting this valley. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, it just makes sense if they can just collect valleys. Because it's just memories. Yeah. Because uh, remember when... Uh, uh, Hiroki went inside of uh, Katsur- uh, Katsuragi and they were inside Kenji's valley, but they mm-hmm. weren't, or Yo- or was it Yokota? Sorry, Yokota's valley. And Yokota was already dead. So I guess they can, yeah, they can actually collect other people's valleys. Okay. Yeah, and, and it kind of does make sense because, at least in the case of uh, Satoru and Hiroki and probably Sukasa, like they got their peak from someone else. So if you can get a peak, why can't you get a valley? Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, shrewd businessman Hiroki, the girl comes back, wants to purchase the arowana, and he fucking chases her out of the store. <laughs> and then uh. man wonders why he's not making any money. Uh, Sukasa is investigating Inui some more, meets up with him at the batting cages, and again distracts him by hitting a ball against the netting and just dashing over to his side. <laughs> And we go back into his memories and do more of that stuff. So right before that, though, there I think there was a scene. Uh, we did get to see Tsukasa and Hiroki's children in their fish tank world, right? Did you mention that? Uh, I did not. I don't. I did not write that. I it's think lame. that's where um, that was where this is when Hiroki gets his peak from Tsukasa. Yeah, basically, yeah, that's where Hiroki. Yeah, because you mentioned it, but I wanted to touch. That's kind of. I think. Hiroki was playing with one of the fish, which he starts to become, and Tsukasa's peak is in water, so I think that's why he's a water. Mm. Okay. Uh, we come over to the golf course, and Inui is humming. Tsukasa has successfully done whatever he was looking to do, switched bat people around or whatever. The man who gave him the bat 
I forget what it is, but basically they, they employ, as we'll see a lot more in the next episode, memory triggers, uh, a specific phrase or action happens that activates him essentially. And he smashes Zoe with the bat and <laughs> then gets shot. Yeah, he does. Oh, actually, he's using a golf club this time, but yeah. Oh, was it with the golf club? Okay. I'm th- uh, pretty sure. Then the other guy was like, fuck, and then just lights him up. Yeah. I forget who says it, but someone is like confused about everything that's going on. Like that, none of this made sense. Why, why is this happening this way? I think it was the guy that was trying to have a meeting with Zhao. Oh, maybe. Who had called him and stuff. Or, or like, yeah, I don't know. It's just, they're doing some shit that doesn't make a lot of sense at the moment. Oh, I did not understand mm-hmm. this episode. I don't understand what they're doing around here. But I know. That they was manipulating the other side too. Yeah, because um, the guy that the uh, Chinese guy went to meet somebody, they manipulated him so he does not, so he thinks he's like the bad guy, but they're like related or something. Like they know each other, but they change that guy's memories to say, yeah, you don't know this person or fuck this person or something like that. Listen, in the future words of Katsuragi, Ka- sorry, <clears throat> Katsuragi, people who go looking for answers don't live. Or something like that. Then no, he's just like in the season four or episode four. I don't know. Talking to Satoru. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it was just like, I just didn't understand what this whole thing was about. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's supposed to be a thing of like, oh, that we thought we were, he was going to kill the other guy the whole time, right? I don't know. And then he ends up killing the guy we thought he was teaming up with. And obviously that was Katsuragi and Tsukasa's plan the whole time, but we just don't know why. Yeah. Tsukasa comes Wait, back. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold yeah, on. Yeah, go ahead. I just want to make sure that I'm understanding that we're on the same page on this one. Zhao had betrayed someone, had betrayed the group. Okay, I don't remember. Yeah, because Zhao was the betrayer, and then the uh, the kind of plumpier guy was mm-hmm. trying to get a meeting with Zhao to kind of like figure this all out, because obviously he couldn't have done it. And he was dodging Zhao, and then it just seems like now they're killing Zhao instead of having a meeting. Sure. I I, I think killing Zhao was something that Katsuragi and Tsukasa and maybe like their bosses cooked up without the input of the Chinese for some reason. Gotcha. I could be totally off base. I don't know, though. Um, I mean, that kind of checks out. It depends on I forgot which ones the Yakuza were and which or which ones under the Yakuza influence, which ones under the Chin group influence. Uh, Chen was like Zhao and all the Chinese people. Um, the Yakuza were the other people. Inui. Uh, no, he's part of the Chinese, right? Or the Chinese? No, I think he was Yakuza because he roams around beating up Yakuza. I don't, dude. I don't fucking know. Uh, yeah, and then it kind of made the way I thought about it was like the guy with the gun just shot him because he was a dog off the leash kind of thing. Like he was supposed to do yeah. that. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know what the plan was. I don't know what was accomplished there. I bet we'll find out sometime at some point. Um, Sukasa comes back to the fish and fish. Uh, you get a little bit of a little montage of them hanging out, and then Sukasa leaves again. And Sukasa is in the car with Katsuragi, and this is where it really starts to show that like Sukasa is in charge in this relationship. Like <laughs> Katsuragi ain't got shit on Sukasa. Um, and this is where Tsukasa says he will do anything to keep Hiroki as a pet. Uh, and their next job is they're going after Hayashi. He got, he's finally been found. Anything else on episode three? 
This is the one where I was on board. I'm still not on board. I feel like they had enough they had enough backstoryline for me and I was kinda like, all right, there's enough pieces in play now where I'm interested in the puzzle. Uh, let's fucking go, boys. All right, then let's go to episode four, Trap for Hayashi. <laughs> We flash back to a funeral of Satoru's brother, and Katsuragi is crushing Satoru's mom. And Hayashi, you know, basically takes him out and chills with him. Um, we come back to present day. Hayashi is getting his food delivered. Um, the company made made it with dad died, right? There was the implication about that, like. I think, mm. I think, yeah. But Kazugagi says, yeah, like accidents are really hard to do or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was discussing the accident with Satoru's parents with his grandmother. Yeah. Oh, was that his grandmother? Yeah, that wasn't his yeah. mom. Whatever. <laughs> One of the main characters. Basically, they, they basically I stole story. Satoru. Yeah, they basically stole Satoru from them. Yeah. Yes, okay. The fact that this guy's crushing grandmother is so sad. <laughs> Look, man, that's all he knows how to do is crush. What do you guys think her valley was? Actually, never mind. She was traumatized by a woman. We get it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was the secret loss of her, like, our secret lesbian lover that crushed her. Mm. <laughs> I mean, we know what she got crushed by because we saw what happened. Uh, did we? Yeah, because um, who peak was when the sun... Uh, quit like didn't go to school, but instead saved his mom from dying. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Katsuragi yeah, crushed the fuck out of her. Yeah. Oh right, he crushed her peak, not her valley. Yeah, yeah. you can't crush a valley. You can crush a peak. No, you, you can, can crush, crush a valley. Yeah. No, I think you guys are wrong. That's a sound stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the the way you say it means you know you're wrong. <laughs> Which we have to clarify. Just so people don't fucking angrily tweet at you. Um, well, at least we're finally getting tweeted at. Not, well, that's being optimistic. It's being helpful. Uh, we get more of the Sukasa and Katsuragi dynamic, which I've been enjoying because I enjoy Katsuragi eating shit. Is this like the whole thing where the, like, the guy like breaks it, breaks it down? Is this the scene? Uh-huh. Oh, I fucking love this scene. I just love it when the asshole gets fucking towed off. He's like, yeah, well, we lost him in China because of you. Like, he just goes through this whole thing. He's like, yeah, this all this all happened because of you. Like, you fucked up. We are not fucking up this time. I'm in charge. Yeah, Sukasa's <laughs> like, listen, bud, I know what you're thinking, right? Here, let me break it down for you. You're thinking this and this and this, and you're going to do that and say this and do that. Am I right, you stupid fuck? And Katsuragi's like, yeah, you're right. He's like, so what are we going to do, huh? <laughs> I'm gonna do it your way. Because <laughs> Kasiyagi knows what to do. Like he knows like how the other guys should out like is thinking and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh we see Satoru being bored because he's being kept in a hotel room. We get a flashback of Satoru and Hayashi talking about the company inside of Hayashi's peak because the company can't hear them in there. They've got eyes and ears everywhere. They're making sure people are watched all the time. Satoru fakes some stomach pain in order to uh, bring in and manipulate the housekeeper, who is also one of the lookouts, keeping him there. He asks her about the, basically about their setup, like where your cameras, where your people, and then he asks about the fish store and what's going on with that, because he wants to go hang out at the fish store. Before that, he did ask one more thing. 
don't What's don't that? talk about the flick the bean thing. <laughs> but yeah, I don't understand just, well that part. I don't understand what's the reason for that. Like, is that supposed to I be? I think the it was an attempt at comic relief. No, I think it was just an attempt at comic relief. Okay. Or just to show us that Satru is also a dick. Did you catch that, Chris? Yeah. Um I I don't know. I feel like maybe dude, I don't fucking know why. <laughs> I don't know why. I think it was just him being a dick. Or or maybe to show like a distortion. I don't know. Their their rules of hypnotism don't make a lot of sense. Because he literally just did like a lame people say what? She was like, huh? He was like, uh, do you clean the room often? Well, I, I think it was one of those things where he didn't really say that. Oh, um, you think so? Well, in that yeah. in that case, what's the point? Yep. Oh, well, see, I'm going to subscribe <laughs> that he did say that and he was just fucking with her. I'm going to subscribe to he didn't say it. And what's the point? Because he's going to be a very central character that we're probably supposed to root for. Hmm. We'll see. He did mention already that, you know, like uh, earlier he goes when there was, he was talking to Katsuragi, he was like, yeah, we are murderers. Yeah. So uh, we get <laughs> the fucking most intense eating scene ever created. As high as she slurps down those noodles. God, I just want some good ramen. Bro, he was going in on those motherfuckers. I just want some ramen. This is so hard. Uh, and we get a shot of a butterfly flash drive. He goes down to be like, hey, give my bowl back. And then drops the bowl. And again, dude reaches forward to catch it. And he grabs him. Do you think he knew about this? Or you think the bowl was a, uh, like a diversion? Like not divorce. The bowl was a diversion. Not no, not what I meant. But like um, the bowl was supposed to, uh, was supposed to tell him that like it's a lookout that's still and sad because I don't know. Maybe they don't. Um, maybe he doesn't bring the bowl to the front desk or something like that. You know what I'm saying? I was wondering if it was like if he never brings the bowl to the front desk and the one time the guy says, "Oh yeah, I'll take your bowl," and he's like, "Oh, this guy's like a fucking spy or something like that." I was wondering if it was one of those things. I know it's like nothing for the story or anything, but I just thought. Yeah, that's a, something that crossed my head. I think I actually can answer your question. I think that's a normal thing because uh, remember when he delivers later, he's like, just leave the bowl outside or whatever. So I think he does return the bowl. No, no, not. But he probably just leaves it outside of his apartment. He probably doesn't move it to the front desk. Oh, I see. Like all the way down there to the front desk. Yeah. Um, It could be. a. Th- oh, actually, you know what? Maybe because. Typically, like at least in certain hotels, if 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 they which he delivered right to the door, so I see what you're saying. Yeah, then he can go pick up right at the door. Yeah, it's not a hotel; it's an apartment. What? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, my take on it is that I I think he probably did know, right? Like they set it up like this was all his master plan to get them to show themselves. But I think he was going to manipulate this guy, whether he knew he was a spy or not. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, him being a spy is bonus points, basically. Mm-hmm. Him, if he wasn't a spy, he was going to turn him into a quote unquote carrier pigeon anyway. I think. Probably. I bet the other guy was a carrier pigeon too. Uh, I think, yeah. I mean, possibly. They thought he was. Katsuragi gets some ramen delivered and they have a fight over the money. God. And then, because he doesn't want to, he wants to change. Yep. Stingy <laughs> fuck. Ass. Oh, do you know how much tip money is it like afterwards? Did you do the math though? If it cost 800 and he given them, I think, a thousand or something like that, so it would have been a that would have been a 20% tip. Tip for delivery in Japan, though, I've actually read like tipping at restaurants and stuff 
is like considered rude unless it's like really really exceptional service or something no no i agree with you with that like i forgot the tipping wasn't a thing so maybe maybe the guy's like yeah it's just like i keep all the money just you was you're, you're possibly the one that brings in the exact change i'm not supposed to be the one that is changing maybe that's the thing i don't know yeah or, I don't know. the only other option would be like maybe you don't tip in restaurants but you do tip delivery drivers that's also possible yeah katsuragi goes to get change and he's afraid of cats still afraid of cats huh yeah says hi as she as he enters uh we come back to hiroki his store is closed once again stellar job running a business <laughs> he's the worst uh satoru shows up and hiroki's like how'd you get in here it's like the back door bro again phenomenal small business owner uh he's like yeah business is bad i've only sold two guppies <laughs> meanwhile the girl is outside like i was gonna buy that aronoa today what the fuck <laughs> arowana sorry um and they, he kind of has this talk about like he knows he's not cut out to run a business he just wanted to he feels like he got the business he wants to run a business because he spent so much time around Kenji and his lock is so weak that he just like inherited that. And Satoru is like, hmm, I didn't know locks could be weak. Weird. <laughs> yeah, um, I feel like they're like polar opposite pets probably. Yeah. And not only that, but he, he like gets super emotional all the time is obviously really impulsive and gets his emotions mixed up in other people all the time. Um, and he breaks his fish tank. <laughs> oh, no. He punctures it, and Sato's <laughs> like, "Dude, all your fish are getting out." I, I like the cut. If I remember correctly, right, it was it was it was like coming out, and then Sato was like, "Uh," and then he was still in his like rant, and he was like, "Uh, dude, uh, your fish." Yeah, which is pretty fucking good. Yeah, and Sato kind of calms him down, being like, "Man, we all got our peaks from somebody. Like, you'll grow into it. It'll be fine. You're good, man." Then uh, tells him about carrier pigeons and She's how. Like, what <laughs> and lookouts? <laughs> Huh? Yeah, Hiroki's, uh, <laughs> he's new, I guess. He must be, right? Or he's just so, like, I'm, I'm gonna use the word childish, but, like, just so out of touch with what's actually going on. Yeah. I, I think childish is a perfect word. Yeah, well, I mean, he just so doesn't care about what's going on. He just wants to be around, uh, Tsukasa. <laughs> yeah, and run a fish store. <laughs> they really, like, and then if that's where Tsukasa's doing, then he's gonna do that. But he doesn't want to hurt people, so now he's kind of in this weird spot. Hmm. Uh, Hiroki calls Tsukasa and we don't get much there before we jump back to Katsuragi who has pulled a gun on Hayashi who is looking like a cat man which is great man went full fucking like animorphs or something he added a nyan to his name god dude if he had started punctuating his sentences with Hayashi nya, nyan nyan well <laughs> Yayashi you're trying too hard uh, on <laughs> Ha 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 Still trying to hard. Uh He's like, you think I would fall for your tricks? I'm not that stupid. He's pretty stupid. And then yeah. he falls for a trick. Yeah, the old lady <laughs> snips his earbud and shows him a diorama. And it says, welcome home, Tadashi. And then guess who else suffered trauma at the hands of women? It's Katsuragi. <laughs> oh, okay. You left me on the edge of the seat there for a second. Uh, he goes to his flashback with his like I guess stepmom and stepsister and it's like you can't play with dolls or whatever and then he goes and plays with dolls with the creepy man the one that's touching hey him. man more 
Yeah, we're going to go do... Hey, Jesus Christ, what are we doing, <laughs> Pat? <laughs> what are we doing? I don't know, Anthony. What are we doing? What the fuck did you made this. us watch? Listen, his, his, his maybe like the eventual stem was like, you can't play with dolls, but then he went and played with dolls with someone he could. But it was a dude. So, I mean... Uh, yeah, but th- this is just like mired in like evil women and fucking pedophiles. What is going on, dude? I mean, I don't think you personally, I don't think you get a, a, a story with normal lives. And um, I know, but why is everyone exactly the same? <laughs> everyone's trauma is exactly the same. I mean, not completely. They're abused by an older woman in their life and then sexually abused by strange men. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the first guy, the, newy, the first old guy wasn't, he was um, abused by his father. Who, Kenji and Tokata? Tokata, yeah, because the whole feet Tukata, thing. yeah. Because his father oh, yeah. stomped his brother to death, which is really fucked up. Mm, that's true. Oh, yeah, true. I, uh, yeah. This this, this this is still bad, so, God. Yeah, and also, I don't think you become a crime lord by, you know... Just growing up in the suburbs. He's not even a crime lord. He's a well, middle sorry, manager. I'm bringing it back to Katsuragi. Sorry. No, no, I, I mean, I know. It's just they're leaning so hard on a couple of specific things that it feels like it has to be purposeful. Yeah, because that one dude was multiple men. This guy was just a singular guy. And both were kind of led into by older women. I mean, yeah, it's, it's very close. <laughs> they could have thrown in, you know, I don't know. Throwing some... <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. Let's touching. finish this thought. It's only gonna be good. All right. So uh, right after he comes, have in, someone's dog get hit by a car or something like. But it's gonna be driven by an, an old lady, probably. Who then gets out and yells at him and starts beating starts them. touching him. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, meanwhile, back with Hiroki, he sees a butterfly, but Satoru doesn't. And if you guys remember, those are the butterflies that are in Hayashi's Peak. And I guess now Satoru's peak. Oh, we do get uh, discussion about Satoru's the fact that he's able to make a door is like, like this, like amazing thing. Like I don't understand the whole point of the door, but supposedly the door is like only specific to him. Even though he says, I I think it's basically just a way to symbolize like this shit's just super easy for him. Like it's not, it's no effort, it's no draining. He just makes the door and walks in. Ah, uh, okay. But then Sukasa puts in a call to the lookouts at the pizza joint, which is uh, the Chinese people, including who I'm pretty sure is Jin. Yeah, Jin and Ron, which is the long hair guy we saw one shot of earlier and the, I guess, liaison or I, I don't exactly know what her role is, but um, they're talking to Sukasa and Jin is like, is that Sukasa? Let me talk to him. Yeah, and we get a shot of uh, the catatonic girl again, who I'm assuming is probably like the pet to Ron or, or she will be or something because she's got that like weird catatonic state. And I think it's I think we're supposed to assume that she also saw the butterfly. So obviously she's going to probably awaken and be like super powerful or whatever. Meanwhile, Sukasa has rushed out as Hayashi is ready to is trying to book it in his car. Sukasa stops him slamming his hands on the hood of his car. And <laughs> that face, man, is extreme horniness. Um, but yeah, that that is the end of the episode. So anything else on episode four? 
right. Uh, yeah, I guess final thoughts on episode four <clears throat> would be, um, I, uh, I hope I get more story to make the characters a little bit more memorable. Cause I, I like, as we were coming into this, I felt like it was talking about them. I started get picturing them, but like initially the first episode I was like, who the fuck are, is that name of that guy? They just don't seem like super memorable or distinguishable from each other just yet. So I hope mm-hmm. that, just in my opinion, I hope that they do more. I hope the story continues to get interesting because I do think that they're onto something. I just hope that they can finish it pretty well, obviously. Um, but I am fucking down. I like this Inception kind of stuff. I'm pretty, fa- pretty big fan. I'm intrigued. Uh, I'm interested enough. I think this show is going to live or die by its prestige, basically. <laughs> hope it sticks to whatever it's trying to do. What that is yet? Not entirely sure. But yeah, I, I'm it, it's it's compelling enough to me so far. I get I'm kind of with you where like I'm not super sold on many of the characters. I do like Hiroki. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like I'm liking Sukasa more by each episode. Oh, uh, yeah, he's my favorite right now. But outside of that, I hope everyone else gets more compelling. Sal, what do you think? OK, um, I do not like the show. I do not like the characters. <laughs> the animation is fucking beautiful. The story is actually pretty good. I like how they're setting up the story about the whole mind thing. I actually like the premise of the show. It's just, I don't like what they're putting into the premise of the show. So, a lot of fucked up stuff. Um, I will say, I say it and I say it again. Just not my type of anime. That's about it. It's, a, it's good though. All right. Any, any predictions, hot takes? Um, I think that something, uh, Bad happens if you don't slowly separate from your pet. Hmm. Interesting. Like, I think if Hiroki were to, like, just fucking lose it or something like that, I think uh, Sukasa, something bad would happen to him mentally. Hmm. Maybe, like, lose his powers or, like, diminish them or something like that. I don't know. But that's that's kind of a take that I was, I was kind of thinking about. This is the way I look at it. I think Sukasa and Hayasa... I think that's how you pronounce his name. I think they're yeah. going to try to overthrow the company. You think Hayashi teams up with Sukasa? Yeah, I think they both do. Okay. Any hot takes from you, Chris? Um, I mean, I, I think, I, I feel like none of mine are hot takes, though. Oh, that's fair. I mean, what, so, what, what, yeah, what, what you got going on up there? I feel like Satoru and Hiroki team up and are ultimately are the closest thing we have to heroes in this show. Okay. Um. Sukasa, I think, becomes not the ultimate villain. That's probably like someone we haven't met yet. But like Sukasa becomes the 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 emotional stakes villain. Um, gotcha. Him and Hiroki have to have some clash. They have a falling out. Big whole thing. And I think we get at least one fucking mind hop sequence, like uh, <laughs> like Eternal Sunshine, just like hopping from memory to memory with shit being weird. <laughs> Whether it's like a chase or a fight or something. But I don't inside know, of but a memory I, sequence? Yeah. That'd be fucking sick, I think. I'm kind of excited now to see that. I hope that that happens. I mean, this sounds like Inception to me, so. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to see that, but in this animation style now. That's all I got. Okay, so if you want to get in contact with us in any way, listen after the music where you can hear all our socials and email and stuff. Uh, Other than that, we will see you next time on My First Anime.
Hey, thanks as always for listening. We decided to smash through fate and forge our own futures by launching a Patreon. You can check that out over on patreon.com slash myfirstanime, where hopefully by this point we figured out some cool shit to do. Or if you would just like to leave us a review and uh, rating on wherever you get your podcasts, that helps as well. And also, I am winging this, you know, also has wings, Twiddle. So at us, at myfirstanime, and other shenanigans, talk about how awesome I am. That's Salvador, also Monkey. Just really just leave comments about me is what I'm asking for. I'm also plugging, I guess, my stream on uh, twitch.tv slash uh, stmonkey with a zero. And if you want to email us, uh, our email address is myfirstanimepodcast at gmail.com. And you can check out pictures of my cat on Instagram and Twitter under the handle of Sir Paper Plate. See you next time on My, my First, first Anime. anime. <laughs> Did it in one. Did Perfect.